0: Welcome to Apparently Speaking, the podcast from Northeast Ohio Parent with your host, Miriam Conner.
1: Hi, I'm Miriam and welcome to Apparently Speaking, your podcast for all things parenting. As a parent, there are many different relationships you'll need to navigate. One that can be tricky is the parent-coach relationship. This starts with youth sports and can continue throughout high school and even college. This episode, I'll be talking about that relationship with my guest and husband, Ryan Conner. This episode is sponsored by Montrose Mazda Kent. They go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at mazdakent.com. Ryan's been in education for 25 years and has coached youth sports, club sports, and high school for 27 years. He has a master's degree with an emphasis in sports psychology. Ryan's done training and consulting for coaches on this topic of the parent-coach relationship. So welcome, Ryan.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Okay, yes. so of course I didn't read you know in your bio, of course your, your best thing, your most important thing, right is that you're my husband, right?
0: Well of course. Absolutely. of course.
1: Of course. So I did want you to have I wanted to have you on because I feel like you you are very knowledgeable on this topic because you have coached for so long and on so many different levels and you have done a lot of training for coaches. So it's kind of flipped now. We're going to be talking about it, you know, as advice to parents. But you've done a lot of training with coaches on how they can develop and have good relationships with the parents in their programs. So that's why I really wanted to have you on because I think you are are very knowledgeable on this topic. Thank you. So take the uh, take the compliment and run with it. All right. um, I will
0: definitely do that.
1: So why do you think it's necessary, first of all? You know, it's it's interesting to me that they are, are even, you know, it's necessary to have trainings and, and, and professional development and things like this for coaches, and even that we would even be discussing this as kind of like something that's important for parents to know. Why do you think?
0: Well, over time, I think that parent-coach dynamic or relationship has, has gotten more and more strained um, for various reasons. I think there was a time when the coach was kind of revered, and what the coach said went, and nobody really questioned that. And um, again, there's different reasons we could go into, but in general, that relationship is now strained. And I think um, from a coach's standpoint, and being a former being a coach and a former high school coach, and talking to many coaches, one of the top reasons that people get out of coaching is because of all the problems with parents, and because of the issues they've had with parents, and it drives a lot of coaches out of coaching.
1: It's so interesting far- because it's not because of the players necessarily, you know, exactly. it's because of, of the parents. So it's interesting that, you know, to hear you say that. That's what a lot of coaches have told you.
0: Very, I've met very few coaches that have ever, hardly ever, that I've met that have quit coaching because they're frustrated with players or because of parent or the player dynamic. It's it's usually, for if it's for a negative reason that a, a coach gets out of coaching and this happens frequently and more and more now, It's because of the parent relationships and the stress that parents put on coaches and and the difficulty.
1: And I like that you added if it's for a negative reason. Yes. Sometimes people stop coaching and they're not negative reasons. (laughs) But if it's a negative reason, it's usually because of the parents. Now we're not saying it's always be the parents fault. I mean, there are, right. there are things I'm sure that coaches Absolutely. aren't doing, you know, they're doing that are causing, you know, maybe, maybe causing this strain or this relationship, but Absolutely. you know, we're going to talk as we, a little bit later, um, on this episode of you know, for parents, maybe some things they can and can do and shouldn't do to maybe to, at least on their end to help things. You know, I remember, um, when, before we had kids, we were both teaching and you were coaching a lot, and we just never, you know, we, we would encounter so many great people, I would say so many great parents and, and things like that, of course, but we would see how sometimes people that we thought were like, and they were, you know, I mean, they still are, but like these great quote unquote, normal parents, you know, totally fine. And then they would just be like a crazy person yeah. over something. And we just, you know, we were like, oh my God, you know, we couldn't understand. And then As soon as we had kids, I remember, you know, having this conversation. We're like, we get it. You know, I remember you saying that to like, oh, I get it now. I get why, you know, so-and-so kind of lost it and, you know, lost their marbles and kind of went nuts because, because it's so emotional and it's your child and you don't see things, always totally, you know, clearly you have the parent, you know, goggles on. And so we got it then. And it was good for us, I think with, you know, teaching and and with you with coaching, because you could look at it from that other um, perspective. But I remember we had that conversation and we told each other, you know, let's like, kind of like make a vow here, you know, promise each other that we won't let each other be that kind of nut. So, you know, with, with, sports or any activity or anything, kind of try to hold each other accountable. Like, Hey, you're, you're acting crazy. Remember we said we weren't going to do that. So, and I think that we've really done that. I'm sure there are times, you know, especially probably me where you're like, well, you did go look, but we have told each other like, "Mm, you're kind of making a big deal about that. Or, well, you're acting a little bit crazy about that situation or things like that.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, it's so hard for parents to be objective and rational when it comes to their kids. And one of the things I would always say to my parents when I'd have my meeting with my parents, I would say, listen, mom, dad, we love you, but you're not rational when it comes to your kids. and We don't expect you to be, you know, and you get a little crazy when it comes to your kids. And, you know, we've kind of I would use humor to kind of put it in perspective for them and, and their expectations and just how they look at things. And so, yeah, I think it's just understanding the fact that it is very hard for parents to have an objective, rational view of their kids in sports.
1: Right. So it helps. Like, I'm glad that you're doing these trainings for coaches because it does help to remind them don't take it personally you know, most everybody thinks their kid's going to go pro and you know what I mean? And and it's just kind of something that, you know, some parents go through at different times. And so a lot of times it isn't personal. Sometimes it is. A lot of times it isn't. It's just that that's their child. And like you said, you're not rational. We don't really expect you to be. I like that. You know, it's just like, Hey, we get it. Um, You kind of have to have, you do have to have thick skin if you're going to coach.
0: Absolutely. Um, I learned that. I learned that early on and you you can't, things personally and you have to step back and just understand where they're coming from and like you said earlier once i had kids i definitely understood much better those those emotions that come into play and if you right. feel like you're
1: it doesn't can- mean it's right or you, or it it's just an, it's right it's what you want it's just yeah. that like we understood that
0: absolutely yep and the thing and is so- I want to too it's not always just The parents, right? Sometimes the coach is out of line and they're
1: wrong. And sometimes
0: it's the parents. And sometimes it's a lot of times it's both.
1: A lot of times it's both.
0: It is. Yeah. So I don't want this to be just like, oh, parents, it's all their fault. You know, if they attack a coach or drive a coach out. No,
1: no, no, no. And also we're not talking about extreme cases where there have been things that are just, you know, inappropriate or just, you know, that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about the day to day, you know, and when you do your trainings with coaches, you're kind of on their case, so to speak, you know, hey, don't do this, do that. So now we're just kind of talking on a parent and, you know, well, hey, maybe there, maybe there is a parent listening who their kids are just starting to get into sports. Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, you know, you're going to kind of have these feelings or encounter this, or here's how you should navigate this relationship with these coaches. Or maybe it's someone who their child has been in sports for a long time and they can relate like, or maybe you don't realize, I think sometimes parents just don't realize certain things um, that are, that, that are happening. And so one thing is, I would say that, you know, most Coaches are coaching for the right reasons. That's probably something that parents should keep in mind most. Okay. Not all, but most coaches are doing it because they care about kids. They love the sport. They want to help make a difference most. And most coaches are doing it for free or very little money when you figure out the hours that they spend.
0: Yes. I totally agree. They're doing it for the right reasons and they're doing it for either nothing or not much. So, yeah. yeah. Keep that in so, mind.
1: So what would you say are some, you know, the important things, maybe, maybe the few or however many most important things for parents to remember, um, when you're dealing with a coach, you know, you have this coach, whatever age your kids might be, whatever sport it is, what, what are some things that you should, they should remember or to avoid or not to do and to do or things like that?
0: Sure. Well, I'm going to come at this from a little different angle that maybe people wouldn't think. But the first thing I would say to every parent, if your kid's going to play sports, is um, what are your expectations of your child? Because that's going to have a huge impact on that relationship with that coach. If you have unrealistic expectations of your child... Or think they're better than they are, then you're setting yourself up for some frustration and disappointment. I
1: like that. My question to you, to interrupt you, um, sure. but I can interrupt you as much as I want more than Absolutely. I would a regular guest. Um, but what? So, so that's super important, and I think that's a great thing. But if that parent, a lot of parents, they would think well, my expectations are realistic. Okay, but really they're not. So how do you how do you explain to someone? but they're not, you know, that your expectations are not realistic. And so let your child just enjoy it, be a part of a team, have a good experience, but your expectations of them, and, and there are kids that, a lot of kids that play college, and there are kids that obviously end up playing pro. So we're not like shooting anyone's dreams. That happens everywhere and, you know, all over the world. But, you know, a lot of parents have that expectation or, or think that their kid is, you know, he's a superstar. And it's like, mm, he's really not that good
0: yeah well, and that's that's why I' led with that. That's why nothing matters until you get that squared away. If you don't have a healthy, accurate perspective of your child's abilities, then it's gonna skew everything and it's gonna create all kinds of problems in their sports experience. And
1: if you're paying someone, um I'm just gonna throw this out there, like if you're paying someone for private instruction and coaching, and things like that, they probably will tell you that you know your kids may be better than they are,
0: right? Well, I've got a really quick, great story about that. Um, I was making cuts one year as a high school coach, and
1: yeah, I couldn't do it. That's what, I would never coach because I couldn't do it.
0: It was really hard. It's the hardest part of coaching, it's the worst part. And so I cut this young man, and the parents got the one of the parents got really upset, um, and went to my athletic director. And so I'm in the office. the 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 person, the parent, was really upset, and she's kind of ranting. And as she's going through this, she said, you know, we had somebody working with him. It was a goalkeeper in soccer. And we had a goalkeeper coach working with him for the past couple of weeks. And and that goalkeeper coach said, you know, he could play in college. And this is a kid who wasn't even good enough to play on our JV team. And my athletic director looked at her and he said, lady, you pay me enough money and I'm going to tell you whatever you want to hear, too. And that's a perfect example of what you're talking about. That athletic director became one of my favorite people at that point (laughs) uh, who I truly loved. But it is so accurate that parents just sometimes they don't stop and think like you're paying this person. They're going to tell you whatever, you know, you want to keep coming back and giving them more money. So unfortunately, you know, that's a that's a huge red flag there Mm -hmm. in terms of if you're not getting a good perspective from somebody else who is training your kid, then that's that's. You're already kind of behind the ball, you know what I mean? And we're
1: not saying that your kid some parents some kids are as good as you know the parent thinks or better you know what I mean we're not saying that just because if you think if you think that your kid is really going places with this sport. It doesn't mean they're not, but just like you said, just be realistic. And maybe you should get some outside opinion from people that don't really have any stake in the game and things like that. And I think also too, it depends, you know, what, what kind of competition are they facing? Where are they playing? What kind of school, what, you know, those kind of things all come into play when you're really trying to evaluate, you know, their talent. And like we said, they definitely could be, but I like that. First thing is be realistic and have a realistic expectation because that can really strain your relationship with the coach, I would imagine, if you think something that isn't really realistic and then the coach disagrees.
0: Well, and the only way, and you already kind of touched on this, so it was going to be my next point. The oh, only sorry. Way
1: you, <laughs> no,
0: that's okay. The only way for you to have a correct, accurate perspective of your child is from somebody else who is objective and who is removed. You know, the scenario for most kids is they start off in a rec sport in their community, probably being coached by a friend or somebody you know, and then into maybe travel. And so it's all community based. And and these kids usually are never given an accurate assessment outside of their community and somebody who really knows them. And sometimes these kids even get pigeonholed or put up on a pedestal. And if you're comparing those kids to just maybe the kids on their team and their community, it's going to elevate them maybe. And then what I, when I coach club soccer, where we have kids coming from all over, the parents really liked it because I said, look, we're going to give you an honest, I don't know your child at all, so when you come to us to play club soccer, we're going to give you an honest tryout, and evaluation, and let you know where your kid is, ability-wise. And a lot of parents love that, and I mean, what more would you want as a parent if you really want what's best for your kid? You need them to get an honest, objective evaluation from somebody. And so that that can come from many different ways. But um, and then you have to be willing to, to accept what that objective person gives you as far as feedback of where they're at. So I think that key to having the right perspective of your kids to set yourself up for more success down the road is getting an objective opinion from somebody.
1: So, all right. So expectations. And then what else? What what are, are some other things? Once you have that established, hopefully, yeah. how, how do you go about having that positive relationship with the coach? And it may be easy. Some, some people might be listening going, I never had an issue. It was just seamless. My coach, we, we got along great, no problem. And for other people, you know, it's like, mm, you know, maybe they just have a personality clash with the coach. Maybe they just don't like the way they coach. But regardless you, you're, if your child is still going to play for them, you have to try to make it work.
0: So here's where expectations come in. So the next thing is we got to look at what is the parents' expectations you know of that coach? You know, what What do you expect of that coach? And are they realistic and fair expectations?
1: Well, what should you they know? expect of a coach? And I know That's it's different at different question. levels.
0: That's a great Thank
1: question. you. I could have just done this. I really didn't really, probably didn't really need you, but go ahead. You
0: probably didn't even need me. <laughs> All the years of being a coach's wife, you probably didn't need me. Um, one, so so I'm going to kind of tag this with what I tell coaches. The first thing I tell coaches, if you want to have a great relationship with parents, and I think this is where parents need to look for this and hold coaches accountable, and and it goes both ways is you need to be real, genuine and sincere. Honest, genuine and sincere. Everything starts with that. If you are not real, honest, genuine and sincere, people are going to see through that and you're not going to win the support of parents and you're not going to win their respect. And so as a parent, what you're looking for is as far as expectations of that coach, are they honest? Do they do they do what they say they're going to do? Do they have integrity? Are they sincere? Are they genuine? And that's a starting point. If they're not, that is a major red flag. And and I would definitely have a problem with that. So that's a starting point in terms of your expectations. You should expect a coach to be honest. Okay. then secondly, how do they treat your child? Right. If they are if they respect your child and they're treating him, treating with respect and they care about them, which will be evident in how they communicate and how they treat them, then that's the second thing that you want to look for that you should expect is that they treat your child with respect. The third thing is, do they give them a good experience? Is it a positive experience? You know, because you could still have a coach who's honest and he's nice to your kid, but doesn't create a good culture and doesn't create a good overall experience. So that'd be the third thing is what kind of, if your kid's having a negative experience and that means probably there's a negative culture there, maybe that coach isn't good with discipline. Maybe he allows the upperclassmen to not treat the underclassmen really well. I mean, there's, that could be looked at a lot of different ways, but So, you know, the expectations of the coach being honest, and then um, also um, this third one is really critical because if the kid's not having a great experience, they're going to be miserable. So those would be the top three right off the bat as far as expectations. The fourth I would put in there is, are they developing as a player? Player development should be the coach's top priority as far as from a sports standpoint, right? Right. So the coach needs to be, you know, those those are the keys that I would really focus on.
1: Okay. So those are the four four keys that you're focusing on. And those are all excellent. We're those gonna take a quick points. yeah, we're gonna take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. When we come back, I'm gonna ask you a little bit about so what if as a parent I feel like, you know what, the coach isn't really hitting, you know, all of those. Maybe there are a couple of those things that It's not really up to my expectation or he's just not, he or she is just not following through on those. How should a parent handle it? That's what I'm going to ask you um, as soon as we come back. So we'll be right back. Sounds good. Hey, this is Miriam from Apparently Speaking. Join the Mazda family like I did at Montrose Mazda Kent. You'll love the selection of new and used cars and lease options. We are on our third car from Kent Mazda. We keep going back because of the ease of purchase, and it has been by far the best deal we could find each time. Montrose Mazda Kent, they go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at mazdakent.com. Okay, we are back. We're talking with Ryan Connor about the parent-coach relationship. When you have um, a child in sports at whatever level, youth, club, high school, college, even, there's that relationship that a parent will have with a coach. It, sometimes it's very little, you know, not really involved. And then depending on the situation, um, it can be a little bit more involved. And you just just tell us quickly the four expectations that you think a parent should have um, of, from, of their coach. What were they? Again, just don't talk about them. Just tell me the four.
0: Yeah, it's the first one was just that your coach Honestly. expects them to be honest. Okay. And then that they treat your child with respect. Okay. That, you know, they care about him and they treat him with respect. The third is that they give them a good experience, the overall experience when they're done at the end of that year or if they, you know, however long they play for that coach, it should have been a really good positive experience. And then the whether fourth,
1: whether they played a lot, were a superstar or not, exactly. it still been a good experience, okay? And then the last one you said was the last
0: one is they should develop they should get better, they should develop their skills and become a okay. better Okay.
1: Again, whether they're top or, or middle exactly. or lower of the team, there's still some improvement. Absolutely. Um so so what if like I said before the break, okay, I'm a parent, I have, you know, my son or daughter and it's like, you know what? No, um those things aren't happening or or maybe a couple of those things aren't happening. So so what do I do?
0: Well, the first thing is and, and so whenever I would talk to my parents, I would try to always make sure they understood, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to pretend to be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. And I would always tell my parents, you're not always going to like my decisions. You're not always going to agree with my decisions, but just know that my heart's in the right place. I am trying to do what's best for this program. I'm trying to do what's best for your child. And I'm trying to make the best decisions I can for everybody involved. And it's not always just about your child. And so I would just tell them, if you can just accept the fact that, that my motives are good and I'm trying to do the right thing, that I'm going to mess up sometimes. And so you got to accept the whole package, the good and the bad. Um, and still I would say, and I hope you still support me, even when you don't agree with me. You know. And the other thing I would always tell my parents they they appreciated was, and I'm sharing this as a coach to these parents that are gonna be listening to this, so they can hear from a coach. I would say, um, I I'm not gonna tell you how to raise your kids. So if you just let me coach, I'll let you raise your kids and I won't step into your business and you don't step into mine. And again, I may not agree with everything you do as a parent, but I'm not gonna try to critique you on it. I'm not gonna question or judge you on it. And that's kind of the way I said, as a coach, just support me no matter what. And the only time I should really hear from a parent is if I'm mistreating your child, if I've mistreated them in any way or disrespected them in any way, then absolutely you hold me accountable for that. You can let me know and you can hammer me as much as you want. But if this is a, if this is a sports issue, if this is playing time or positions, or you don't like kind of the way I coached in a game, that's the stuff that you got to let go. And that's the stuff you just have to accept. You're not going to agree with me all the so time. So
1: really your opinion would be parents really shouldn't be communicating contacting the coach for those reasons really at all.
0: Absolutely not. No.
1: And what about, a, what about a player though? I think it's appropriate. You think if a player says, yeah. Hey coach, yeah. what in the right way, you know, respectful, what can I do to get more playing time or what, what do I need to work on or things like that? Right. If the player Absolutely.
0: goes to the coach so always i would tell and my obviously co-
1: we're not talking about little kids you know what i mean we're no. not talking about it's, it's kids it's 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 older. if it's younger kids i think that maybe to teach your kid to be able to be comfortable with that you could you could try to get them to talk to the coach you could go with them maybe hey you know just kind of stand there maybe let the kid try to ask how you know what can i work on just get them comfortable with if they have to do that in the future i think is a good idea
0: yeah, and I definitely was talking about older players when they get to a certain right. age of where you 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 can't be bugging the coach about playing time and position and those things. Especially this at, isn't
1: youth. I, this I, isn't rec sports. That's different,
0: right? When level everybody level everybody get to gets to play. Home, where kids are young again, just accept the fact that that coach isn't perfect. They're going to make mistakes. So what? That's why I said before, in those other keys of expectations. If that coach is, if he's a good dude and he's honest, and they're man or woman, if they are being honest and sincere, and they're caring about your kid, and they're respecting them, and they're giving them a great experience, and they're really helping them develop, then then that's what matters. So when you disagree with them, that stuff you got to let go. Again, as long as they're treating them the right way, they're giving them a good experience. They're trying to help them develop. Then, when something comes up that you don't agree with, as long as it's if it's a philosophical thing, then that's the stuff you want to let go. Is it okay at those younger ages for a parent to talk to a coach? Absolutely, if it's done in the right way and with the right motives. So, yeah, I don't ever want to make it think like you should never be able to. But as those kids get older, they need to come talk to the coach, and you need to let coaches coach. And And if
1: if there's an issue or you think the communication, you know, it's okay if you want to call a coach, you know, and maybe clarify or ask, you know, after the player has done it, but right, not about, or, 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 you know, but let your, let your player try to do that when they're older, you know, you talk to the coach and see what, what you maybe can do to get more playing time or this and that. And again, it all kind of comes back to that realistic, you know, expectation as well.
0: Sure. Yep.
1: So how should a parent then, you know, if if they, if they do decide and and maybe talking a little little bit older to speak to the coach, obviously, um, it shouldn't be done, you know, maybe like right after a game, (laughs) um, or, you know, things like that. Right.
0: Well, that should be a rule. Never, ever. In fact, as coaches, we are instructed um, by our schools and our administrators, you know, you don't ever talk to a parent after a game. Um, I would never talk to a parent after a game. I actually had a gentleman who was really upset with me because I didn't play their child and he waited for me. Um, I was the last one out of the stadium. I had to go to the bathroom. I came out of the bathroom. He was waiting for me. And
1: yeah, that could him. be a little bit like, yikes, you know, yeah, <laughs> he was very,
0: no. very upset and was starting to yell at me and swear at me and berate me. And one of the wise girls, you know, his daughter didn't play and, and, um, followed me all the way to my car. And I just kept repeating, listen, we are not talking tonight. I'm not talking to you tonight. If you want to talk, set up an appointment with my AD and we'll talk. And this is as a high school coach. And so, you know, that, that guy was so upset and it, it just, he couldn't even think straight. And so, it was interesting. He never wanted to have a meeting with my athletic director where we could all sit mm-hmm. down calmly. Well, hopefully so,
1: he calmed down. But, but, but a, a good coach though, and that's a good advice for a coach also. You know, don't don't talk to a parent when they're upset like that. Just talk sure. with them the next day. And as a parent, right? Just like I anyway, a coach, a teacher, I think If you're upset at the time, don't don't call or email or whatever the coach. Wait, wait, sleep on it one night. Give it twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, and least, then contact them. At
0: least, at least twelve hours. But the more time you give it, the better your perspective will be. And I would just say, step back. And I've done this as a parent, as a coach. I always get somebody else's advice. Hey, here's the situation. Am I seeing this correctly? Should I say something? Even getting somebody else who you really trust their judgment just before you contact that coach. Because there are times when a coach is out of line. There are times when coaches have to be held accountable and it's okay to, to to do that and to hold them accountable. But it just needs to be for misconduct or something they did or said that was inappropriate or or was disrespectful, not because you didn't like the kind of yeah. tactics they were using. I, I
1: know person. as a parent, you can easily get a lot of people riled up. Sure. So that's not really the best thing either, right? Like you even said, get someone's opinion. That's probably, maybe maybe someone who's not on the team, you know, maybe not well, another parent who's on when the team. I said get
0: somebody's opinion, that is somebody, hopefully everybody in their life has somebody you trust about decisions, not just sports, but people right. that you, you trust their their objectivity and you trust their judgment. So yeah, I wouldn't ask somebody on the team. I would just again somebody in your life who you tell that to is objective, and removed from that situation to give you some advice on that, just to get a different perspective. Because sometimes I've done that, and people have gone, yeah, I don't know if you're seeing this right, Ryan. You may right. want to look at this differently. And it's been and good I think
1: them. sometimes, sometimes the parent is much more upset than the player. Yeah. You know, sometimes, or- and and they're like, well, my you know son or daughter is so upset and then sometimes they are but but oftentimes it's like they're not they were they were really kind of okay with a situation or they're okay with you know not getting much playing time because they're they are having that good experience like you talked about but the parent is the one that just can't come you know game after game and, and watch them not play even though it's maybe just appropriate you know depending on the age not talking about little kids where everyone should be getting you know uh, playing time, things like that. But um so uh, again, that expectation or maybe really talk to your your player as a parent and say, you know, it how's it going? Are you are you enjoying it? Are you having a good time? Do you like, tell me what you like about the team and the coach and being on the team and things like that. And if if they seem like they're fine, then let let them be, you know, exactly. just let them have that experience.
0: And you're just gonna have to accept the fact that Again, there's just things that are gonna maybe drive you crazy about that coach that they don't yeah. do, but that you just gotta let. Again, as long as their kids being treated well and having a good experience, you gotta let that go. And I'll just tell you, you know, there's, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that parents make is they overreact to a situation, and in the heat of the moment, they confront a coach. Maybe they send an email. Or a, a you know a note or something, right? And we've all it.
1: done that with a yeah. teacher or a coach or someone yeah. like that. Because again, we talked about at the beginning, it's emo. It's you're you're running on emotions and it, you're looking at things. You know, your your child. And if you think your child's upset or not getting a fair deal, I mean, we've all done that. I've done that. And then later, you're like, oh, you know.
0: <laughs> I can't tell you over the years when I've had maybe a, a disgruntled parent or somebody upset, where the player has apologized. Man, coach, I'm sorry. You know, my mom and dad are just a little, little off yeah, on Yeah, and, and they're 99% embarrassed. 99% of the time, I've not had an issue with the player. It, it, when the parents had an issue, the player gets it and they're fine and, and I'm totally fine. My relationship with them is great. It's the parents' expectations and the parents' what they want for the kids. And that comes back again, what I said at the beginning is, when a parent has unrealistic expectations towards the pe- coach, the parent, or what they want for their child to get out of sports – man, that sets up these problems and these conflicts.
1: Right. Any um, kind of other takeaways or any bits of advice or anything you want to kind of throw out there for parents before we wrap it up?
0: Yeah. One of the most powerful things I can say before we get off is um, they've done studies where they've asked athletes, you know, what's the thing that the most negative thing about playing sports? What's the thing you dislike most or is the most frustrating thing? And the number one answer was the ride home in the car with the parents. I just want to say parents mean well, but you've got to just let your kids play. Don't try to be the the coach in the car on the sidelines, just be their parent. You know what I mean? Um, As parents, this happens time and time again. And I hear all these stories, you know, I've heard these over the years from kids and parents or a spouse tell me about their other spouse, but where they just are very critical and always critiquing them. Right.
1: You should have done this. Why didn't you do this? You need to work harder at this. You, you let parents. this happen or you let that whatever you know the other team scored because this or that something you did and it's like and either the whole thing like the the just, just say you know I love watching you play and, and it's hard sometimes because you think yes. well, I'm, I'm helping them if I give them these tips you know things that they didn't see or even like I'll see with our daughter you know she, our youngest just on swim team and it's just for fun and I want to say sometimes and just like oh you know you gotta just kick your feet faster and, and you'll go and I really stopped myself and I really I really don't, you know, but it's like, it's fine. You know, she's having a good time. I'm not the coach. I mean, if she asks me, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, helping, but it, it really should just be, wow, you swam great.
0: Yep.
1: I love watching I get, you. They
0: don't need you to critique them. No. Now, if they ask you, that's different. If they say, Hey, what did I, what do you think I need to do better? That's totally fine. But like, you know, Kobe, our son, he's in seventh grade. He's be going to eighth grade. I've coached him since he was little and I learned early on, he doesn't. I'm his coach, but he, you know, when we get in the car, I, I would love to review the game plan and go over <laughs> it, and give him my input. And I don't, I, I don't do that because that's not what he wants. He just wants. He does not to want to do
1: that. Yeah. And so
0: when we get in the car, we don't. If he wants to talk about the game, we talk about the game. And and. But you I don't, don't give him tips. You're just you know, tips unless he yeah. asks. Unless he asks me, he's not going to ask. <laughs> hey man, yeah. I just hey, how do you think about? Right. I'll, I'll ask him. Hey, how do you think it went? And, and sometimes to go, what did you think? And then I'll tell him, but it's always yeah. just good job. I liked how you did this. He just needs my support. He needs my encouragement. He's got a coach to critique him. And only time I need to give him a critique is if he asked for it, if he really wants my honest opinion of, of something. Right. Better. But I'm just telling parents they, they need a parent and they need a supporter. They need a cheerleader more than anything else. They don't need to be critiqued and especially right after a game. So that good would be
1: point. good point. And that's really interesting. You know, that, that the, Athletes would say that you know the thing they didn't they hated the most was you know just like the most was the ride home and so that has nothing to do with the coach or the other players or you know anything like that that's that's the ride home and that that's sad so you know I I definitely would not want my kids to ever say that about anything a ride home from any kind of you know concert or you know athletic anything that they did Um, and like you said. They just need you to be their cheerleader and just be positive. And, and, you know, the only time I think I would, you know, I hope would be is if if they had like bad sportsmanship or bad attitude, you know, um, things like that. But other than that, giving them a little thing, oh, you should do this better or faster. They're not listening anyway. And then it's just, it's just a negative.
0: Well, I've always told my kids, the only time you're going to hear from me negatively is if you have a poor attitude or you give a poor effort. As long as you give your best effort and you have a great attitude, then everything I'm, I'm good with everything else and might be perfect. And so, and the final thought is that I think so many parents struggle with, and I wanted to make sure I got in is you can't live through your kids. And I'm always amazed, and, and it could be at a rec soccer game. I've watched as my daughter in third grade at a rec soccer game, parents foaming at the mouth, losing their minds. <laughs> over at rec soccer game or it could be basketball or, or at the lowest right. level. you like, they're
1: serious. six years old. Who cares?
0: Like, the, they just want the
1: snack after so the game. Much.
0: And it's like the kids are completely fine and the parents are losing their minds. And first right. of all, it's a terrible example for those kids and it sends them such a bad message. And then it starts to ruin it for those kids and they don't understand because they're totally fine. Well, why are mom and dad upset? Oh, because the coach did something they didn't like or the referee. So my challenge is For parents is let your kids play, support them, and don't try to live through them. Don't put expectations on them. Just let them grow and develop how they're going to grow and develop. But it is your job to make sure they're being treated with respect. They're being treated fairly and that they're being given a good experience and that the coach has integrity and is doing his job and and being competent. As long as he's keeping them safe, he's giving them good experience, and he's treating them the way they should be treated, then that's really as a parent. and, And he's developing them, and they are getting better. I think those keys right there will hopefully help you take a step back and really have the right perspective and have a more positive relationship with the coach as you move forward. And just remember that, like you said, majority of coaches are doing it for the right reasons. Their heart's in the right place. So you got to cut them a break.
1: Very well said. And thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I think it was very informative. I think it was, you know, a lot of good reminders, good takeaways for parents. And um, yeah, so thank you so much.
0: Well, I really appreciate you having me. And yes, this is a really important topic. And I really hope there's some good takeaways for parents.
1: All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks again. This episode is sponsored by Montrose Mazda Kent. They go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at mazdakent.com. Thank you for listening to Apparently Speaking. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. Find the podcast and much more at northeastohioparent.com. Like Apparently Speaking on Facebook and email me at podcast at northeastohioparent.com.